Leaders in Worship Podcast, episode number 40. Hey, this is Greg Surratt. I'm the senior pastor at Seacoast Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and you are listening to the Leaders in Worship Podcast. Welcome back to the Leaders in Worship Podcast, the podcast to equip connect and develop leaders in worship ministry. We do this by equipping leaders with the right tools, connecting them with like-minded vision and people, and develop their ability to lead effectively. I'm Matt Perkins. I am your host, and I want to thank you for joining us on this 40th episode of the Leaders in Worship podcast. Today, we are talking with Pastor Greg Surratt. He is the founding pastor of Seacoast Church. They are one of the early adopters of the multi-site model, and he's going to be talking about how they actually started in multi-site, what kind of brought that on. And then he's also going to be talking about Developing leaders. When do you develop leaders in your team? Where are they going to come from? And he's also going to talk about the responsibility that we have as worship pastors for equipping people. So I am thankful that he has taken the time to join with us on this episode. And following that, I'm going to talk about five strategies for you to equip leaders on your team. Five Strategies for Equipping Your Team and Other Leaders. So right now, we're going to go right to our interview with Pastor Greg Surratt. Pastor Greg, thanks so much for being with us on the Leaders in Worship podcast. We appreciate you taking the time today. Hey, my privilege. I'm excited about that. One of the things that we want to do is give worship leaders some perspective, also some guidance on... Uh, just increasing their capacity for leadership in the local church. What are some things that you would say that would be a help in the local church for the worship pastor? You know, uh, first of all, thanks for letting me do this. Um, the area of worship is so critical, you know, in what we do, obviously. And, uh, you know, he said that worship leaders are sometimes wired up a little bit different. Uh, I think I relate to that. I uh, I never wanted to be a pastor. I wanted to be a rock star. Yeah. And uh, I had a band, and so I I think and the reason I'm not a rock star is uh, one of my friends who did make it big in the music industry. Uh, one of the guys in our church uh, asked him one time. I had him come play for us, and I played with him a little bit. And uh, I said uh, they want to know how good was I back in the day, and he said, Well, some people have. He said in, in Nashville, he said, some people have talent and others have instruments. And he said, you had instruments. So, so that cut short a promising career. So, uh, but, uh, but, but I think I have a mentality or understand right. you know, the artist mentality. Yeah. And, and I think you know, from a senior pastor point of view, uh, I, I, think you, I think you need to understand that, know that, mm-hmm. that um, an artist, uh, a worship leader, uh, one who writes music um, is not the same wired up as somebody who 
you know, counts the offerings and pays right. the bills and yeah. all of that. So I think it's important that you see that and understand that. And in your role in your church, you are a multi-site uh, mm-hmm. church, and you have how many, currently how many sites? We have 12. Wow. Um, and I'm sure that that is a logistical nightmare at certain times. Yeah. I mean, it it uh, as you go. But what are some some areas that you've seen really work or help in that? Because uh, we talked briefly before is how do you expand the campuses but still also maintain that cohesiveness as yeah. one church with multiple locations? Well, and th- the short answer to that is it's all about relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the... That's the short answer to everything as it relates to right. the tensions that oftentimes comes between a senior mm-hmm. pastor and a worship leader, which there's there's always going to be some degree of right. that, uh, but it's, it's relationship. It's mm-hmm. relationship. And so, uh, I mean, we can go through um, logistics of how you live those, the, 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 um, the rhythms that you have to have in order to maintain that. Uh, but it's uh, it's about relationship. What, what's interesting is when we first were thrust into multi-site, we we didn't. It wasn't like, hey, this is a great idea. Let's go try it. It's yeah. our city said we couldn't build a bigger building, and so it was survival yeah. for us. And as we looked around, um, our our worship uh, worship pastor at the time uh, said, uh, you know, how are we gonna I said, we're going to start some new campuses. Well, where are the leaders going to come out? We can't do that. It's all we can do to get a band going on the weekend, yeah. you know. And uh, um, I, I, I believe that whatever you need is in the house. Right. And yeah. so we started to look at, at, our, at our band mm-hmm. and at our um, uh, backup singers. And we also uh, have a culture uh, that says... Uh, we can't afford to pay people right. to do the work of the ministry. Right. We can only afford to pay people who will equip others to do the work of the ministry, and that includes the worship pastor. Yeah. We're not. We're, you're not on staff because of all your wonderful talent to lead worship. I mean, you need to have that. Right. Although sometimes I think that the worship pastor would be better suited not being on the stage. Mm, yeah. uh, in order to kind of see it from a big perspective right. and also to understand that it's about it's about releasing other people right. into their gifts and recruiting and training and multiplying and yeah. once we got that we we were able to do it so from a a worship pastor point of view your message to them was would be start equipping people before you need the people oh absolutely um uh um Yes, <laughs> you've got to. Uh, it's it's releasing people uh, into what God has for them, and um, you, you, a lot of times we get into this mentality that well, we just don't have talented enough people. Well, you know, um, uh, I think that the size of the room dictates to some degree the talent level that's necessary, and so. Um, as you're recruiting people to be a part of the worship teams, uh, they start out in a smaller room. You know, right. I mean, uh, some rooms is a guitar and a, and a, and a singer, and they yeah. don't have to be all that good. Right. They just don't need to know God and lead us into his presence yeah. a little bit. And as a person, I wasn't, I don't know that I'm great now, but I wasn't all that good as a preacher 
when I first got started, mm-hmm. but I was in small rooms. Right. And I grew into, into larger things. And so you just take advantage of, of, of that and having, you know, uh, leaders and bands for as many scenarios as you possibly can. And then as you grow into multi-site, you just hive off some of that. Yeah, and I think as as worship leaders might be starting out into their kind of um, into their role, and maybe it's a new journey for them. There's a lot of emphasis sometimes that gets put on developing the craft rather than um, developing the people. So, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that we try and do is we're here to equip, connect, and develop leaders in worship and I just want to say thanks for your leadership and uh, how you've been involved in church planting and that's something that's that's in your heart and you've been doing as well as for the church and the local church and that's what we want to want to do is we want to pour into our people pour into what sure. we do I love worship leaders <laughs> you guys uh, you know uh, keep your head where it needs to be and uh, Stay in close relationship with Jesus and uh, press in to the relationship with your senior pastor. You know, um, if that relationship is tight and you trust one another, you can do incredible things together. And that's kind of been our our privilege for a number of years at Seacoast. Yeah. That's great. Hey, thanks so much for taking the well, time thanks. and uh, being with us on the podcast. Um, any final words that you would you would share with uh, worship leaders? Don't be weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap a harvest if you don't quit. And uh, go for it. Amen. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks. There was a wealth of information that Pastor Greg just shared with us. I, I want to thank him again for taking the time and being with us. What a what a treat. He mentioned several things, but one in particular that will launch us into our next conversation. We can't afford to pay people to do the work of the ministry. We can only afford to pay people who will equip others to do the work of the ministry, and that includes the worship pastor. Wow. That is a challenge for us, no matter what the size of our church. Uh, we don't want to wait until our church reaches a certain size and then we have needs in our church that we have to expand, and but we have no leaders. We need to begin equipping others for ministry now. Whether you have 20 people in your church or you have 20,000, we always need to be equipping others. He mentioned, he said, it's about releasing other people into their gifts recruiting and training and multiplying. And so our challenge is to begin equipping leaders on our team. So how do we do that? I'm going to talk about five strategies for equipping leaders on your team, and we're going to go through these quickly. One, we need to encourage them. We need to encourage those on our team. Let them know that you believe in them. You know, they might not even see the gift that they have. And so we need to point it out. Show them what it is that stands out to you of why you see them as a leader. Let them know what it is that you see. Recently, I had a conversation with someone who uh, is new on our team, and and I just began sharing just some qualities. I'm like, man, I appreciate you being on our team. You are a, a great help. And he responded and asked, well, what is it 
actually that you see in me. And it was a great time for me to share, but also kind of eye-opening because I realized there's a lot of people, they don't see that gift initially uh, in many cases. And so it's up to us to begin to point it out. So we need to encourage them. Secondly, we need to instruct. Let them in on how and why you do what you do. If you want to raise up worship leaders, maybe you want to take them from the process of leading a song to leading a worship set to leading a service. So if it's in that setting, you want to raise up another worship leader, um, let them in on how you do what you do, or maybe why you do what you do. We just had a worship service that was very powerful on a, a Wednesday night, and immediately following that, one of our vocalists who was leading during that worship set, we just began to share informally, but I began to share with him what was kind of going on in my head while we were in this time of open worship and flowing in and out of some other other worship songs, but allowing the congregation to really experience some incredible times of worship. So we talked about how and why I went to certain songs during the worship set, what the band was doing that kind of helped facilitate that. We're going to talk more in an upcoming episode on establishing a flow in worship. We did that on a previous episode. This time we're going to approach it a little bit different. And so if you have questions that you would like for us to cover on establishing a flow, how do you launch into some open worship? Um, how do you cover that with the band? Some of those things. If you have questions that you would like for us to cover, please email me, matt at leadersinworship.com. You can also leave a voicemail and we can include that question or that audio on that episode. Just go to our website, leadersinworship.com, and on the right-hand side, there's a button that you can click that says Leave Voicemail, and we can include that audio question. So we want to encourage them, we want to instruct, and the third, we want to empower them. Find a safe place for them to experiment. One of the things that Pastor Greg shared was the size of the room can dictate the talent level that's necessary. So while they are growing in their gifts, they're growing in their leadership, find areas where they can experiment and establish their own type of leadership. If you want them to be able to run a rehearsal, you need to let them do it without you always being in the room. Recently, I was talking with one of the, the guys on our team. He was in our band and we went out to lunch one day and just started sharing. I was asking questions. Hey, what is it that that you think we can do to improve? Um, are there some areas? And he started sharing some incredible ideas. And I thought, you know, I think you need to step into this role of running our band rehearsals. And so while he was doing that, I also let him know, hey, I'm not going to be in the rehearsal the whole time. I'm going to kind of disappear for a little bit. I'm going to see how some other areas or I'm going to work on some details for Sunday. While you're running that rehearsal, 
I'll come back in when we're going through the Sunday set. But figure out what it is that will make them be successful and experiment in their leadership so that you're not always standing over them just waiting to see because the team is going to start looking at you if you're always in the room then what is the purpose of you having somebody else run it if you're always going to be standing over them find ways that they can have a safe place to experiment and then be able to empower them let them take it let them run with it i believe it's john maxwell that said if if somebody can do the job 80 percent to the level that you can it's time to begin to release them to do that begin to empower them so we want to encourage instruct we want to empower and fourth you want to evaluate give them feedback on how they did what they did that worked and also how they can improve for future times look for progress not perfection let me say that again you need to look for progress not perfection for these emerging leaders on your team and so the fifth thing is you need to encourage them you might say well wait uh, wasn't that number one yes and that is what we need to do we need to first encourage them instruct them empower evaluate but then encourage them again it's the same as the first one encourage those people around you after they have succeeded or after they have gone through some things that said boy that that went rough always let them know that you still believe in them encourage the people around you and see your team begin to equip other leaders and so now you're doing what pastor greg talked about you are equipping others to do the work of the ministry he said you're not on staff because of your talent to lead worship yes that's one of the functions that we have but our real gifting is we need to raise up other leaders well i want to thank you for listening today to this episode i want to thank pastor greg surratt for being with us and please let us know if you have any feedback you can email me matt at leadersinworship.com i would appreciate hearing from you Also, we always appreciate if you can go and leave us a starred rating or a written review on iTunes. Let us know how you're hearing about the Leaders in Worship podcast. We have several of you who are listening by Stitcher Smart Radio. If you've not checked out Stitcher Smart Radio, it's a cool way to listen to podcasts, and you can download their app, and you can go through and consume many podcasts by doing that. And so I encourage you to check out that stitcher smart radio hey we want to thank you for listening and i just hope that this weekend you have an incredible time of worship that you're intentional about your leadership and that you begin to equip others on your team hey check out our facebook we love to uh, build up the likes that we have on our facebook page and also um, be able to communicate with you on that as well so you can go to facebook.com slash leaders in worship if you want to follow us on twitter you can do that we are at leaders the letter in worship and leaders the letter in worship so follow us on twitter facebook we want to stay connected with you and be a resource 
for you and your ministry. Well, I hope that you have an incredible week. God bless.